The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my god. You've got all your Charger gear on because you're feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. The fans loved it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together, we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for some good content. Folks, welcome back to the Charger Chat Victory Monday. I'm your co-host, Wooldog, sitting with my buddy, Kev Huggin Duggan. I'm feeling fine. Let's not forget Kyle the Coach Duggan. Feeling fine, too. <laughs> I, too, am feeling fine. Oh, folks, it's always good to do one of these after a win, right? Just, yeah, it just feels better. So we record better. these late on Monday nights, and it's hard on a loss to get the energy up to come and talk to you two buffoons. Yeah. But on a win, <laughs> hey, it's real easy. Oh, yeah, get real easy. Up and get I don't mind your faces quick. at all after a win. Yeah, not at all. Um, obviously, folks, lots lots to talk about after after a victory. Um, all bunch of stuff going on around Twitter. Uh, we've got an awesome fan focus lined up. An Ask Bolt Fam and a brand new segment, Brisket Abroads, <laughs> joining us for the first time, their own segment on the Charger Chat podcast. Can't wait. Haven't seen it yet. I'm excited. You better be too. Uh, let's start it off here, folks, at the top, talking about this game, this freaking game. Kyle, did you get a chance to sit down and watch the game? I did. Entirety? I went back. Yeah, I went back Good. and watched the whole thing today. Good. Um, it was a weird, that is a weird football game. Yeah. It was very it strange. It was roller so coaster. up and down. Very, I feel like you put the Falcons and the Chargers on the same field. That's kind of what you expect, though. Yeah. Well, that's the thing that kind of blew my mind. They threw the stat up there mid-game about how uh, Chargers had the second most, like, one-score games. Yeah. And Falcons had the third. And I was like, oh, my God, there's somebody more than us that <laughs> has these close of games? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Vikings. I couldn't believe that. That would not have been my guess, but and how crazy it gets all over social media that those that game is identical almost to two years ago. Right? Did you see that video? That was crazy. Whoever found like, that identical, insane, yeah. exact like, same. Even route. the Justin Herbert throw to set up the game winning yeah. field goal, it all looked exactly the same. Yeah, it was, it so, was so crazy, very eerie uh, to see. But yeah, man, That's what a, a, what a wild deja game. Vu. Yes, yeah, a game that everybody was very concerned about. Us included, we were concerned. Obviously, we knew that it was going to be a close game when we're going into this with our backups, with our you know wide re- our number one wide wide receivers, Josh Palmer. Yeah, <laughs> like tell he that just, to us at the beginning of the season, and like we would have been like, well, it's over then, right? Like, it, there's yeah, no way so we, that, we're screwed. We're yeah. We won, have we won a game yet? Or? Yeah. Is, are you saying like we're no? We're one five and three. Like, we're five and three. <laughs> 
Yeah. Just Justin looked different, man. He an extra week yeah. off. Like he just looked He's different. Back. And coach, like in his press conference, he was talking like the the interview he did on Monday, basically all but said we kind of took the reins off of him. Yeah. We were worried about him. He couldn't get, you know, do some of these things. We didn't want him to, you know, aggravate anything. And they kind of let him just start do stuff this week. And you saw it. You, you saw what yeah, that did. It was, it was streaky. Let but develop. Yeah, but, let, streaky, he, he but let you plays develop more. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, obviously anybody watching the game could see the comfort level of Justin. I, I, again, I still think that first quarter was a little bit of like, eh, like not quite finding the footing. You know, I don't know. Bi- if I think there were some bye week rusts too. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. They only had like that. six plays that quarter too. They just that's didn't true. have enough time yeah. to get going. You know, they right. were just three and out, three and out. Right. That's true. So, yeah, but by the second quarter, which again is also just so strange. Again, the the stats that they were throwing up during the game that the Chargers had like a twenty eight point uh, differential for the first quarter, and yet we only had one second, touchdown in the first quarter this whole year. Yeah, and then in the second quarter, we're like second in the NFL yeah. as far as like the points that we will score. So we are known to rebound. We are known to respond in the second. <laughs> Did quarter. you guys even bat an eye when we were down ten? No. I didn't even phase. Me. I was just glad it wasn't fourteen. That's yeah, the, yeah. I was just like, okay, cool. It's <laughs> not fourteen. Easy. Yeah. Ten. We can do this all right. day in my sleep. It's cage. Um, <laughs> yeah. So what? What a crazy game. Obviously, again, getting a chance to see Justin Herbert go against former Oregon uh, quarterback Marcus Mariota. Yeah. Pretty um, cool. It was pretty cool to see and. Uh, and it was scary, and again, seeing Cordell Patterson, man, just coming out like the—that was all the hype from everybody that was talking about like who's you know who's going to be the winner of this game? Is it the Falcons or the Chargers? And like, well, Cordell Patterson's coming back, so obviously it's going to be the Falcons, right? And uh, he certainly made a better game, right? Yep. Obviously, he certainly made his presence known out there. He yeah. got two touchdowns yeah. as well, but he ran the ball. Uh, well. He ran the ball well, but hey. Dub's a dub, my friend. We we walked away with the dub. We hoisted our kicker. And Justin <laughs> Herbert dicker. had not not one game winning drive, but he had two in that final drive. <laughs> yeah, he did That's it true. twice. That's true. He did. Right. He really did. He got us in a field goal range two different times on the same drive because That's of that funny to return. think about. Right. So I mean, yeah, it was that was clutch. Justin Herbert there at the end with some of those throws that he had. Right. And yeah, you could see it. He's the comfortability's coming back. I think we're in for a big second half for Justin. I'm looking forward to it. Um, looking over at Twitter, some accolades to hand out. PFF LA Chargers tweeted out the highest graded Chargers in week nine against the Falcons. Number one, the man who said, this is my football, not yours, Khalil Mack. <laughs> that was so, I've watched that like 20 times. 90.7, yeah. Boy. Poor little guy. I just had no chance. It's, <laughs> no just like, chance. A, it's like a me playing with my kids. I'm, if if yeah. I decide, I'm just going to take the ball from you. And right. it took just, five wide it's receivers like a, to take him down too. Which it's like was a hilarious. test to see how they're going to respond. Sometimes I'll like my I'll throw the ball to the boys and then I'll go and just take it from them just to see how they'll respond. Like if they'll cry or <laughs> and I feel like that's what Cleo Mack was doing. To that Sounds like a science experiment. Yeah, it's a social. It's sociology. He's just <laughs> seeing go. what's going to happen on the field. Hmm, interesting. And you're writing down your findings. <laughs> 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 One tier this time. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the it's funny watching that. It, watching how I mean, first of all, he made it look so easy yeah yeah you, there's so many times you see players go up and try to rip balls out and they just cannot do it like the guys their whole i mean obviously some of these guys are just the strongest people in the world and they yeah. hold on the ball so well he ripped it out with such ease that he was like oh 
okay, well, now I have it. It's not like I'm going to rip it out and fall down. I'm going to yeah, rip it out. I'm going to run it another 40 50, yards yeah, back. 50 it's yards not like in. I'm going to rip it and it's going to fly in the air because I have no control. It's just like he went, it's my ball. And then he ran. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Well, and it made that sound this. too. Yeah. It's yeah. happening. Um, yeah. Khalil Mack, top rated charger. Justin Herbert, 80.6. Josh Palmer, 76.4. Asante Samuel Jr., 76.3. And Derwin James, 74.7. Um, Asante didn't even seem like he was really even targeted much in that no. game. They, it, well, it was, the, what the defense was, it was so stre- it stressed me out because once they figured out how to stop them, it was kind of load up the box, take away the run and make Mariota try and throw it down the field. And he just doesn't have the accuracy to do mm-hmm. that. And that was like, why didn't we try this earlier? You know what I mean? Like let them drive the ball on us so hard in that first quarter going back and watching it. It's like that, that was the, that's how you solve that. You know what I mean? So I'm glad that he had a good game and they were basically able to shut them down. They really they could not get much going um, with that passing attack at all. Mm-hmm. I just think that at the end of the day, you look at the points on the board. Yeah. Right. They scored 17 points in an NFL football game. You're going to win. I would say 90% of the games, you can hold them to se- the other team to 17 points. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, yeah, th- they did move the ball quite a bit. And the scoreboard skewed because of that Cleo Mac just, take away, take the ball away. Right. Inside, uh, Cause that like was the down. They were, yeah. yeah, they were down there ready to score. Yeah. Um, so that definitely skewed the points a little bit, but yeah, I mean, that's, that may have been the game plan. It's like, okay, they are going to run the ball. They're going to run the ball, but then they're going to get impatient. And then Mariota is going to try to throw the ball. We trust our defense enough to force them to put together 12, 15 yards, 15 play drives. Sooner or later, we're going to get a turnover or they're going to have a penalty. You know, like that, that may have been the strategy. And if that was, it worked. You only gave up 17 points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, obviously a great point. Yeah, just seeing seeing the teams finally click on both sides of the ball. You know, offense struggled, obviously, in that first quarter. You had two three and outs in the first quarter. I mean, basically, Atlanta had the entire quarter, yeah. like Kevin pointed out when I was watching it with him. But it, it defense came and stepped up, obviously, and made made some big, big impact plays as well. Uh, but the man, Austin Eckler, again, two touchdowns this game, one receiving, uh, one rushing. And then uh, one called back that he did a flip over the guy. I know. God, that was that so was freaking close. Yeah. If you did, if you just didn't look at that other camera angle, <laughs> yeah. it was perfect. It couldn't yeah. have been any better. Um, but PFF tweeted out Austin Eckler in his last five games, 347 rushing yards, 233 receiving yards, 10 total touchdowns in five games. That's yeah, so insane. He's av- he has 580 all-purpose yards and 10 touchdowns in, in the last five games. It's insane. That is crazy. What's even wilder is uh, NFL and CBS tweeted out, Austin Eckler is the first player since at least 1950 with a rush touchdown and receiving touchdown four times in a five-game span. Hasn't happened since the 50s, folks. <laughs> It's crazy. Almost and, a century ago. And they had him. There were a couple plays where they, they had him lining up in the slot. Spiller was out there and or Sony Michelle, which I think I've had enough of Sony Michelle. Now let's go full Spiller after that. I think I think drop. that's the consensus of the whole. Anyone that's watched a Charger game is that Spiller. Isaiah Spiller is the two. He's yeah. good now. Um, but he, you know, they had him lining up in the slot and he was he was he's a wide receiver, too. Yeah, like right. we got to keep that in mind. We're not, we're able to utilize him, have him and a running back on the field at the same that's time. Why we only had we only had what four 
no, he had five active wide receivers. Yeah. You have Austin Eckler. Yeah. He's, mm -hmm. he's the worst case scenario. Toss him out there. He'll go run every route that a receiver can run. He yeah. is the ultimate Swiss army knife. Like yeah. he can do absolutely everything. And it is so exciting to see him when he catches a ball and has some, he always gets extra yards. He just always does it. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, his his runs, his rushes, man. Um, he made some really good moves in this game. Like he was making some good cuts. He was finding holes, getting just some extra chunks, and it was really quite impressive. And I'm so I'm so thankful that we have him right now. Yeah. Amen. Um, NFL three four five tweeted out this marks Austin Eckler's third season with over ten touchdowns. He becomes the fourth undrafted player in the common draft era to have over 10 touchdowns in three or more different seasons, joining Arian Foster, Antonio Gates. You know he played basketball, and, right? He played basketball. Yes, yeah. And Priest Holmes. So two out of those four guys were Chargers. That's crazy. Let's hear it for our undrafted freaking yeah. All-Stars, baby. Yes. Round of a freaking applause. Uh, Joe Reedy tweeted out, Chargers are the fifth team to win three games when trailing by double digits at the end of first quarter. <laughs> <laughs> Others are the 2020 Cowboys, the 2009 Saints, and the 97 Seahawks and 88 Eagles. I See, I told you I wasn't worried. <laughs> I wonder what will happen when we stop spotting teams like four, 10, 14 points every single game. It'll be easier games to win for sure. Yeah. It won't come God. down to the wire and give everyone a heart attack. Somebody sent us a video. It might be in the S Bolt fam, but somebody sent us a video of the play intercut with like the fumble and like Kevin McAllister yeah. like screaming. Like there's some <laughs> people are really funny out there, but it was a roller coaster. Like it, yeah. yes. sitting next to, I am a very emotional Charger fan. No, and, I know. <laughs> and I, there was times no. where I'm very emotional. <laughs> and so much so I like had to tell Adam, I'm like, I'm sorry. I won't be like this all the time. I just oh. got to get like used to this. I'm really sorry to put up the vibe in here right now. But, no. you know, oh, wow. That was just, just got to keep the faith, man. Just got to have it. Got to have the faith. Um, yeah, no, that was, <laughs> I think it's Friar Bolt is the one who, who put that, that so video fun. together. So yeah, yeah, yeah. if you haven't seen it, go find Friar Bolt and, and check out his, his video because it really was quite I'll retweet funny. it. I'll retweet it later. Okay. Today. Well, there you go. We'll make it that much easier. Um, all right, looking at the injury sign, we saw a couple guys go down this week. One of those was Austin Johnson. Uh, Daniel Popper tweeted out, Austin Johnson has an MCL injury and fractured knee. Per Brandon Staley, he is out for the season. What the f... This is crazy. It's It just, it's just it continues like expect, to happen. I don't, I don't expect to be out, like, have a game finish and that's not lose a guy for the season. At this yeah. yeah, pretty much. It's Somebody's got to at least... It, it, like, I almost didn't bat an eye. I was like, oh, okay, only one? All right. Okay, we just lost one guy for the year. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> when you texted us, you know, it is it is Fahoko time. I don't know who yeah. else would step in. And yeah. He's ready to go. So, you know, we still want that sack dance he promised us last time we talked oh. to him. So Right. Yeah, I think we saw Tito Abonia come in a couple plays. He was uh, in there to at, try to in the nose guard for a while, yeah. Yeah. But so, Fahoko but has to be activated. Exactly. The that's squad, the thing. You know? Fahoko wasn't activated. And so with Austin Johnson going down, it just makes sense to activate Fahoko and get him in there to, to fill in for the time being. Um, and then Popper also tweeted out about Trey Pipkins. Uh, we saw him go down for a second. And I think Kevin just about blew a gasket when he saw Storm Norton take the field. On the final drive, I was like, oh, On the final drive, no. yeah. The one that mattered most. Uh, but Trey Pipkins aggravated his sprained MCL in his day-to-day -day per Brandon Staley. So 
I don't know what the situation will be going into next week. Day to day makes it sound like there's a possibility for him to come back. There is. There's a chance. I saw. I don't. Uh, somewhere in the interview, he said that there's a chance that he plays Sunday, but I think that's a very. I think small we've heard chance. that too many times this season yeah. of like, oh yeah. yeah, there's a chance, and it just doesn't pan out. So I think it's best to prepare for the worst and hope for the best in this situation. And yeah, does that mean Storm Norton? Is that yeah. the? Is I that don't know it? who else you could put in there. Like. There's, you already tossed a guard at a right tackle, so I don't know what else you're going to do. Right. Yeah. So. Son of a bitch. Hey. <laughs> it'll be okay. Storm comes down and has the game of his life. Right. It's true. We've been surprised before, I'm shamelessly Kevin. positive, but shit. I don't know, man. You're extreme. <laughs> you seem like you're struggling right now. <laughs> the Storm Norton scares the <laughs> shit out of me. I know. Well, Trey Pitkin scared the shit out of us, and look yeah, how Wasn't well it did. Storm Norton who was in that let... Uh, our boy Justin Herbert get destroyed in that that I don't know. Uh, Everyone so had long a hand ago. In that. Okay. I don't know. It's all, all right. kind of foggy. Our, right we had now. a backup center. We were all we were in bad shape. It was a team game. effort on that. Yeah, one. Yeah, it was a team effort getting. Justin <laughs> they all got together and hurt his ribs. <laughs> um. All right. Well, let's look at some quotes right now. Starting with Staley on how much Johnson's injury will impact the defensive line. Uh, he said it's an opportunity for these guy, other guys to be able to contribute. We know the guys that are likely to take his place. It's going to be an opportunity for us to show that we can play team defense, and we're going to have to. I'm really disappointed because Austin Johnson has been fantastic since he's gotten here. I love coaching him. We love coaching him. But this is part of the NFL. We'll get him back here soon. He's going to stay with us, and he is going to be a key contributor, helping these guys throughout the rest of the season. I mean, it speaks to the reason why we picked him up in the offseason and speaks to his character being one of those guys that still contributes, even though he's injured, even though he's out yeah. for the rest of the season. He's going to be mean, there to mentor. If our, if our run game was, if our run defense was like out of this world, I'd be like, oh, damn, I wonder what's going to happen now. Mm. But I, in all honesty, our run defense has not been that great. So it's not no. like, I'm like, oh, Austin Johnson. It's not like losing Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, um, Rashawn Slater, like, it's like, a, I don't, I, you don't know how much, especially as just a fan watching the game, mm-hmm. you don't know how big of a deal Austin Johnson's loss is going to be. I've seen people online saying he's the unsung hero of the defensive line so far this year. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, we have, uh, we have one of the worst rushing defenses in the league. So um, it sucks. I don't, obviously don't want him to get hurt, right. but it doesn't, it doesn't make me as scared as being on our third string tackle on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. Right. Uh, great. Well put. Um, Staley talked about Isaiah Spiller's performance and said, I thought that he looked calm. I thought he had a lot of productive runs. He was getting positive yards. I thought he hit a couple of creases. I know there was one one run that he kind of lost his balance and that he wished he had back, but he had a couple of opportunities and pass protection to really show who he is, which I really liked in the game. So yeah, I just <laughs> I thought he just he 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 felt he fell forward. It's like when he made contact, mm-hmm. he wasn't just stuck. Yeah, he was always falling forward or glancing off of a shoulder pad to get those two three extra yards. Right. Um. Yeah, he just looked like he had a little something in him, and it, it seemed clean, like he played a clean game. Yeah, yeah, made an impact. I mean, when his opportunity for him to come in to play, uh, he he was getting positive yards, and like you said, he was making some blocks, and that's that's what we need right now in the running back, especially with the offensive line being what it is. We need all the help we can get yeah. in protecting Justin Herbert, and so to contribute in that aspect, obviously, he's going to catch the coach's attention. Um, 
And then finally on Austin Eckler's impact on the offense and the team, he said he provides so much energy for our team in the playmaking. Once he's gotten going for us, now he has like 10 touchdowns or something like that. He has 10 touchdowns in not a short period of time, like a five-game span or something like that, scoring the ball for us. He's just been such a big engine for us. Last year, he had 20 touchdowns. Number one, we're moving the ball. He scores most of his touchdowns in the red area. I think he just gives you that ability to score the ball both ways, running the ball, catching the ball. Then we've been able to get him involved in the passing game, and that really helps us. When you have your receivers down, you have to be able to find a way to move the football, and he does that for us in more ways than one. I think he's doing a great job for us. He's playing with toughness and setting the example. He's produced for us really well the last several weeks. Yeah, it's all what we all thought, what we all know. It's just yeah. awesome. You just got to get in the ball. The first yeah. three weeks, we, he just was not touching the ball enough. Right. Just bottom line, like that has to be, you look at the percentage of who's getting what, he just wasn't touching the ball enough. I don't care if he has a two-yard gain, a three-yard gain, just keep getting him the ball and something good is going to happen. There you go. Totally. That's the mantra, folks. Just keep getting Eckler the football. Um well, what you, I, I can't think of a good uh, transition for this. So uh, for those of you that don't know, we've got a Patreon going right now. Um, we've officially kicked it off. There's some fun videos going right now. Uh, we've gotten some we've gotten one new uh, Patreon person, a patron, if you will. And that is Nicola McCloy. Thank you so much for coming on. Yes. Round of applause for Nicola to come on and join. And if you want to go check it out, go to patreon.com slash charger chat. You can check out all the fun stuff we've got going on over there. We've got more more videos sitting, waiting in the wings to come out and make you laugh. The, and <laughs> the next Hollywood Coach's Corner might be my favorite thing we've done so it's far. Pretty, it's pretty wild. It, <laughs> it's it, a wild one. It, yeah. <laughs> the laughs uh, show how much it's Kevin's favorite. It's <laughs> awesome. So if you want to see Kevin lose his mind, go to patreon.com slash charge chat. And if you don't want to go to patreon.com, that's a-okay. You can go on over to charge chat. Dot com. Check out all the cool stuff we've got over there. T-shirts, hoodies, and stickers. You can chat it up with other Charger Chatteteers in our members section and ask questions and ask Bolt Fam. So go check out ChargerChat.com. All right, gang. Well, we talked about it. We have a new segment with some of our favorite ladies in the world, the Brisket Broads, coming in with their segment, Brisket Abroads. Ladies. Boom. Two, one, two, three. Well, there's no place they wouldn't try to hang out with Justin and his squad. Get ready to hear their positive thoughts. It's time for Brisket Abroad. Oh, hi. Hey, guys. What are you guys doing here in the hallway of our hotel? <laughs> Welcome to Brisket Abroads, because we're abroad. And we're abroads. <laughs> this broad had a weird dream last night. It wasn't that weird. But to start it off, just to give you the context of our time at this away game, <clears throat> I had a dream last night that I was on the Chargers. I was whatever is below the practice squad on the team. And uh, I got called in to, in to play because our team was so injured. So they had to start pulling from whatever is beneath the practice squad, and that was me. 
And uh, as I was running on the field, the coach was like, you got to tell Justin the play when you get out there. So uh, I get out there, Justin's like, what's the play? I'm like, you got to throw to number 15. And uh, which was weird when Cameron Dicker came out on the field today and he was number 15. I was like, whoa, because we didn't know, you know, why his number was going to be. That. No one told us. No one told us. Also, that's Jalen Guyton's number, so excuse you. But good job on the game. Anyways, in my dream, Cameron Dicker didn't exist. Uh, they were like, Justin was like, who's number 15 that I'm supposed to throw to? And I was like, it's Joey Bosa. Trick play. In, in my dream, he was injured, but he was coming in for his trick play. So Justin throws the ball. It gets tipped, goes up in the air. I catch it. I'm like, holy crap. I take two steps. And someone punches the ball out. And I fumble. And then I get tackled. And I'm like, holy crap, I'm a little girl. And I just got tackled by a full-grown man that was huge. And I was like, that hurt. This wasn't fun. Um, and then... Justin was like, hey, I think you need to practice. And I was like, yeah, I've actually never even done this before. Why am I out here? Why am I here? So that was my dream. Yeah. I don't know what it uh, meant, but apparently it was a good omen. Yeah, it meant the Chargers were going to win. It meant the Chargers were going to win because I wasn't playing on the team. Um, I don't know if that was the type of stuff that you guys wanted to know about. Uh, That's the kind of stuff we have to offer. What was your opinion of the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia? I liked it. It looks cool from the outside, and it wasn't too big, so you could walk around it fast. Mm-hmm. And then once you're in the inside, mm-hmm. it has this big hole in the roof. Well, the roof. <laughs> I mean, it's not open. Yeah. It's supposed to be there. Um, so you can see the clouds. It's really nice. The Jumbotron at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Not so good. It's yeah. too high. It's so high. They have this thing in the beginning and the warm-up time. You know, everyone's just hanging out. Lots of fans. You know, at SoFi, they do lots of fun, little silly things. And so I guess they were attempting to do some fun, silly things with the fans using the Jumbotron. But I think the thing that they have to do is called the Oblivious Cam. So they put someone on and then they have a timer for how long it takes before the person realizes they're on the Jumbotron because it's just too high. Nobody's really looking up there. And it got yeah. like almost to a full minute on yeah. on this one guy. It took a long time. Atlanta Falcon fans. Falcon fans. They're fine. They're yeah. Nobody was yelling anything mean. The only time um there was mean thing. <laughs> was when all of us Charger fans in our section and surrounding sections, we started chanting, let's go Chargers, which probably, mm-hmm. I mean, what are you going to chant? But the mm-hmm. point was we were all doing it together it and it felt great. It was so like great. when we came back to be tied, probably we were just tied. So we weren't even winning, but we were just like, we just we're losing. winning. And so we were all chanting and then the Falcons fans were booing us, but it felt appropriate. Like yeah. you should be doing yeah, us because we are being obnoxiously excited yeah. together. And it was so wonderful. We're making it seem like this is a home game. Yeah. Chef's kiss for that <laughs> moment for sure. Um, another big highlight of our experience um, was homeless Joe. Oh man. Homeless Joe. He gets a game ball today. He saw us looking lost and alone. You just took Joe's game ball. Yeah, because I was going to give it to him later. Joe, go along. (laughs) He's here in this hallway, actually. 
He caught it. He escorted us all the way from our hotel to the stadium and told us lots of fun anecdotes and jokes. By the way, he introduced himself as on the show. We're not calling him that, okay? I mean, we are calling him that, but only because he told us to call him that. Yeah. And we think homeless is a good thing because we're also homeless. Yeah. We asked uh, Mary's parents what some of their favorite moments of the game was. Roll it. All right. Mother of the broad, father of the broad. Yes. What were your two favorite moments of the game? We'll go with you first, Mom. One of my most favorite moments was when we won! I called Asante's name and he looked at me! All right, same question to you, Dad. I would say each time uh, people would come up to you two and would uh, say, Oh, the brisket broth. Would you take your picture with us? I thought that was so cool. And at the end of the game, when uh, the team hoisted number 15, uh, Digger the Kicker, up onto their shoulders, I just thought that was really awesome. I love that. What a great game. It was. <laughs> oh my gosh, that oh. was so nice. Yeah. Love them. Wow. Thank you guys for coming with us. Yeah, game ball to my parents. We didn't really talk about what our favorite moments were. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it was Austin's second touchdown, which we got to be in the end zone right where both those touchdowns happened. Yeah. So, like, freaking awesome. Um, his second touchdown, he spiked the ball and he pointed at us because, you know, we're right there and we're, like, cheering. And <laughs> that just feels good. Yeah. And then Austin Johnson. Yeah, when Austin Johnson yeah. got carted off because he got hurt and so we're right there and we're standing and like clapping and then like as he was going into the tunnel he saw us and he like looked up and did one of those and that thing where you're making eye contact with someone and you're like hey I care about what's happened to you and so it was nice to get to be there and to see that he saw that we cared about him that those are my two favorite moments Mm-hmm. Um, well, one of my favorite moments was when the Chargers defense, <laughs> the Chargers defense made a stop, and Derwin was really excited, and he ran over close to where we were. We were, and he took his helmet off, and he was like, ah! and it was just nice. It's nice to feel like you're a part of something. And there were so many Chargers fans. That was another thing that I really loved. Like it felt like the Texans game all over again. There was just so yeah. many powder blues. Yeah. Felt like we were taking over the tailgate party. Yeah. And felt like we were taking over that game. Yeah. Um, Trey McKitty, like towards the end of the game, sometimes I think maybe we should actually look out at the players and stuff and try and get them to come over. But sometimes we're just too into what's going on yeah. with ourselves and being happy about the game. But we like we did wave at Trey McKitty as he was kind of leaving. I don't he was still pretty far away. So yeah, I was like, was. why was he waving over at us? But then we were all like really waving. And then we were like, come here, come over here. And he was like, ah, like he was gonna come. And then we're like, come on. And then he didn't. Um and we're like, <sighs> and then he tripped and fell in the tunnel. <laughs> we could see. It was like a funny, like he slipped and then like he didn't get hurt. I hope he didn't get hurt. Oh my gosh. But, um then he was kind of, you could tell, he was kind of like, oh, wow, I was, I was such a klutz. And then we're like, see, Trey, you should have come over oh, to us. And you never would have fallen for never. the rest of your life. 
That's probably enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's our like sign out thing? Special handshake. Our special handshake. <laughs> We're gonna do a special handshake now. Yeah. Brisket broads. All right. Well, let's hear it for <laughs> Heather and Mary, the brisket broads. Their first segment, folks. Awesome. Bro, wow. You gotta be careful with those people that don't have homes. I know you guys don't, and you feel like you're a part of a clan. Just be careful. All right. Yeah. Homeless right. Was it Homeless Joe. Bit. Right. Yeah. The yeah. first mention of homeless Joe, we were we were mildly concerned. Like, oh, but to hear that yeah. he got the game ball and he caught it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's fabulous. We love to yeah, hear yeah. that. And, and also Heather's parents, yeah. sweetest. Oh. I want to hang out with them. Top we notch. can see, yeah, we yeah. we can see where the apple doesn't fall far from the tree when it comes yeah. to the sense of humor and the uh it's the, amazing. <laughs> the just the hilarity of it. That is so sweet and awesome and we love you guys so much thank you for giving us a an insight into atlanta into the whole in the stadium and yeah and it, it the, is tough like they're the most of their football experience is sofi stadium right so now you're going to all the other stadiums around the country it kind of it just the bar is set unrealistically high especially when it comes to like big screens sure yeah, we're it's the tough. we're the Come on, Atlanta. best. Get better. I want to hear screen. though the one thing about SoFi that I think sucks is the food. I'd love to hear the brisket broads like favorite food um, stadium food review too. Yeah, food reviews. Yeah, let's get some food reviews. There's yeah. there's a lot of opportunities, but uh, for a first segment, great job. We applaud. Great job. We applaud. We applaud. Absolutely you. killed it. Brisket abroad, first segment. You love to see it. Let's move it on now to the next segment. It is Fan Focus. Let's see what Fan kept sent down with and brought into focus. Bobby! All right, guys. We are back with another Fan Focus, and we are super lucky to have Bobby from Riverside. What is going on, my friend? Uh, way too much as always, man. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Victory Mondays, my favorite time Dude. to meet people. Smiles are all over the place. People are happy, and we're excited to have you on, man. And uh, let's kick this off the way we always do. How did you become a Charger fan? Well, and growing up, I really always wasn't into football. But my um, my sister started dating this guy, and uh, he, he told me at one point, like, right around 2000, 2002, he's like, dude, you got to pick a team. You can't just be this guy who goes, oh, well, can that guy go? Or, yeah, cheer for them. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He goes, you can't be a cheerleader. You got to be a, a fan. So he says, well, do you want to like a local team? I'm like, sure, whatever. I don't care. And he said, well, what? what? He goes, we got to figure something out, so pick a uniform. I'm like, well, I saw one that's bright, kind of yellow and blue. And he goes, thought about it for like hardcore 60 seconds. And uh, he goes, well, I, that, that, that bright yellow and blue, that, you know, that, that's got to be the Chargers. It's got to be the Chargers. Well, with him being a 49er fan and me not knowing much about football, I didn't really think anything of it. So a few years down the road, I saw where I was hanging out with him. He was watching the 49ers play in Seattle. And I'm like, hey. That was a jersey I liked, but man, he did not want a Seattle fan in the in the ham in the family. I love it. Oh, I'm I'm glad that he uh, he he led you down the proper path accidentally. As am I. That's awesome. So yeah, so fans since early 2000s, you've been on the roller coaster, man. You've been yes, you've been in the all the rivers years, all the early stuff, and <laughs> and now Justin, Phil, maybe you know you know what's up, my man over there. Um, so what are your thoughts, man? You know, generally just kind of where you see us as a team, you know, what you're excited about with, you know, where we've come to where we are now as chargers. Oh man. It's just, it's, as you said, you know, it's, it's that emotional roller coaster or it's that elevator up and down, up and down. And I'm where we're at right now. I like to see where we're going. I know I like this. I like the direction we're going. 
I like how we've been active in free agency this year compared to decades past. Sure. Um, I think my, my, I'm a huge um, fullback fan. So when I saw them pick up Horvath, I was like, yes. I'm jumping up and down. Like my mock drafts, of course, you know, when you get down that, that far, you're like, Oh, who do you want? I'm like, dude, I want this guy. He's huge. Did you have, you, you were pulling for him when we, oh, drafted? oh I love yeah, that. hundred percent, man. So like Lorenzo Neal is one of my favorite chargers. Like, you know, like going back to the LT days, Monster. but, and just like, I was stoked. Like, um, I was stoked that this weekend, what, you know, watching Eckler's run, run touchdown. He just, he still that edge and Eck just ran right to the back of him and just punched right around it. And I was yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's exciting, but, man. Yeah, he's awesome. The coaching staff, I know a lot of people are down on Staley right now. I just I you know, the guy he, he's a new coach. You you go into a different different team, different, you know, a different he's never gone into he's never been a head coach. So I mean, the guy's going to make some questionable calls, but I love I love what we're doing with the offense. I love what we're doing with the defense. I hate what we're doing with the injuries. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That that, that bug is rough. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's it like, caught us again this last game too. Dude, I know. Somehow we're getting through them, you know, and you know, Justin finally looked like himself this week and was getting the yes. ball out quick and and rolling and doing stuff he doesn't normally do in the last few weeks. So it, we have Justin. As long as you have Justin Herbert, you have a chance. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. I, I loved watching him sling. I mean, you know, we even saw Justin of old where he's throwing it so hard that it's hitting. Guys, right in the hand and blowing right through. <laughs> I love it. I love it. The, the power. Sorry, Palmer. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hang on to those, man. Come on. No more. The thing is, it's so crazy. Like, the interceptions he has are always like a receiver bouncing off their helmet because he throws them so hard, or like they can't get their hands on it. That's a good. That's, yeah. a, that's a good problem to have, I guess. Um, but yeah, man. So tell us, you know, what do you this game coming up? We're playing the, you know, you mentioned it, the Niners. You know, it's a scary yeah. team. They they kind of loaded up recently with uh, a new running back uh, who's always been a pain in the ass for fantasy for me, but um, yes. he's is now a Niner um, in McCaffrey. So you know, what are your thoughts on this game? I think people may not have the uh, the most confidence going into this game just because of the names, but yeah, we're we're pulling. Sh- pulling the shit out. We're figuring, finding ways to do it. So what do you, what do you, what are your thoughts? Well, I think, you know, of course I'm pulling for the charges. It's going to be a house divided here. Cause you know, like I said, my brother-in-law and his kids are all Niner fans. And yeah. so me, me and all my daughters, we're, we're all charger fans. So awesome. um, it's going to be house divided, but I, but it's going to be, I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think it is. Um, I think we're going to be getting at Garoppolo early in the game get in his head. Just the same thing we do with Carr. Yeah. You know, every, every time, you know, I wish I could say it was going to be the Bosa Max stack attack, but you know, just yeah. to be the hope, hopefully we get to see Tranquil run up the middle again and just lay him on his back and that we can just contain Christian McCaffrey. I mean, that like, I think those are going to be our, our big things. I mean, I think Debo's still out. Um, I think Kittle's the guy actually, I'm not really concerned with, um, I shouldn't say not concerned because I'm always concerned about McCaffrey, but yeah, I, I think, I think Derwin's going to, kind of be his shadow for most of the game um but i think kittle that's that's the guy i worry about yeah um but i i i still think we're gonna pull out the w i i think it's gonna be a closer game than most people do i think it's gonna be like 2027 of course bolts taking it home yeah but um yeah it's gonna be a good game i love it and it's you know it's under the under the bright lights man you know sunday night games those are always fun man got extra eyes on you so let's uh Let's do it. And then let's get you out of here on this, man. Like, you know, your biggest, your most, your fondest charger memory of your history being a 20, 20 plus year fan. 
Honestly, I was at, um, I know I, I told you before we started, I was a huge, well, I, I said, I, while we were going, I'm a huge uh, Horvath fan. I'm yeah. a huge fullback fan. Yeah. So one of the first games I got to go to was uh, Chargers were playing the Cardinals. There was at Qualcomm. And I just remember, I just remember seeing this play where um, it was to secure the game, you know, to get us moving forward into the, you know, just to lock it up so we can kneel down the rest out. And it was, I remember it was Rivers to uh, Lorenzo Neal just, just, just for that two-yard game, but he blew it out to like 18 yards. Yeah, And it was just like, I don't know what it is about that, but that, I mean, there's that, there's all the connections between, you know, 1785. Like that was always, that was always fun for me, but just yeah. that, that one place stands out. I know it ain't much, but no, yeah. that, that specific is <laughs> the specific as hell. I love that. It's just the, those moments. And I love fullbacks too. I'm a, definitely a fullback guy. So I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that, man. Well, Hey, Bobby, it was an absolute pleasure meeting you and uh, getting to do this. And we really appreciate your time, brother. Hey man, it is my pleasure. Thank you guys so much for having me on and uh, feel blessed and bolt up and, uh, Real, real, real quick, I want to throw a shout out to Craig, man. I'm praying for you and your family. Yeah, Sorry man. you're going through everything, but you got love out here, bro. Yeah, we appreciate that, man. Yeah, we, we'll definitely send that his way. And uh, yeah, man, let's get this win. Hopefully that house divided, you and your daughters yeah. can celebrate and you know make it rain all over those dumb Niner fans. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, all right, brother. No well, doubt. Thank you so much, Bobby. <laughs> we'll talk to you later. Take care, my friend. Take it easy, bud. You love to see it, Bobby. Thank you so much for coming on and chatting Thanks, with brother. Kev, man. Such great uh, insights. Again, man, the unis, the unis bringing in the fans. Drawing you, them in like uh, moth to a flame. Just those <laughs> colors. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Is it the color combination? Is it the? Is it everything about it? Just the way that it's put together? Like, what is it? Do you think that, that pulls these fans in that just makes them go, I got to have that? It's just sexier. It's just a sexy vibe. Uh, you know, people like sexy things and it's a sexy vibe. <laughs> It is, yes. It's I, provocative. I, it's provocative. People going. <laughs> <Yeah>. Provocative. <laughs> provocative. Chargers uniform. Let's go. Chargers jerseys. Um, that is so cool. And yeah, what what great random pulls for for some of the, the favorite plays, man. That's yeah. th those are some deep cuts for some sure. Fullback time. I love that. I love it. Everybody, there's always something that's gonna stick in somebody's memory. You know, as far as like what it, you know, the memories of of different plays and stuff like that. Yeah. You know. So I I love it, man. Bobby, thank you again so much for coming on and chatting with Kev. And it's time now, folks, to go on to an extra beefy. Ask Bolt fam. Boy, I thought the the losses would bring out, you know, everybody. But, man, the wins, there's a lot of you guys. It's the best. There's some big scripts in here. Best. So let's get, let's waste no time. Let's get right to it. <laughs> time to put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> Guys, go jam a thumb up his butthole. That's what you do. I wet myself in excitement. Oh, so hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. <laughs> Catch you later, dude. Okay, love you, boy. That's right, folks. Time for Ask Bolt Fam. And we started off with an old friend, Carl Bolington. Bolington. Carl. <laughs> Who asked the question? <laughs> oh, Falcons, you think chaos is your ally? You merely adopted the chaos. Us Chargers were born in it, <laughs> molded by it. We didn't see a normal football game until we were already grown men. And by then it was nothing to us but blinding. The chaos betrays you because it belongs to us. <laughs> we will show you where we've made our home while preparing to bring justice. 
then Dicker the Kicker will break you. <laughs> the powerful will be ripped from their decadent nests and cast out into the cold that we know and endure. We are five and three. Herbert and his ragged army marches on. We will prevail. <laughs> I love that Herbert and his ragged army. <laughs> Herbert and his ragged army will Dick, prevail. Dick or the kicker will break you. Uh, <laughs> I love it. In the chaos. Boy, yeah. you know what? That was one thing that we didn't talk about, too. Uh, the chant, Kev. The miss it chant. I forgot it that we worked. It worked, you guys man. Did it again? We again. did the miss it chant, and that's when Young Way Koo got him, shanked it. Young Way missed. Missed it. Yeah, it's amazing that we can that the magic still works and we can <laughs> we can make them miss it, man. Yeah, we're batting a pretty good pretty good it, average. It makes me really happy that you guys feel like you have an impact on the game. It clearly it's does. It's clearly <laughs> happening. Because the brisket broads did it too, and I think it's power in numbers, folks. So whenever <laughs> the kicker is up for the other team, just chant miss it. it. Miss it. it. Miss it. it. it th there's like uh, a vibe in the atmosphere all over the world. It, Carl. It, it travels states. Carl's <laughs> very far away overseas. Uh, was it Sweden, Norway? No. Damn you're it, Carl. I'm taking guesses. Out Boy, sorry, Carl. You but you're, the, you're far enough away. You can do this and it works. It Everybody, doesn't. let's get together. It does, Kyle. It, it works. Work. It, it does. It, it works, works if you believe it's it works. It's worked this, three times for this us. This leads to the delusion of our fan base thinking they get a say in anything that happens. You need to stop. I so will never. Cut it off. We're having, ever, you don't have ever. any say. I do. No. Yes. Carl Bolingtoff, thank you so much for asking the question. <laughs> Let's move it on now to OM Run, OM who Run. asked the question. Anyone see Shane Day jump up into Herbert's arms at the end? Full leg wrap and everything. That was so the end of Officer and a Gentleman. Somebody write a script for Wooldog. I don't have that kind of talent. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I did see that. That was pretty. Yes. Uh, they the were happiness. so excited about so this happy. win. Yes. The happiness of the win was a. a perfect camera cut to those guys. Yeah, it, Herbert gave one to Staley too right after oh, the yeah. game. You could see the hug and then Coach Staley said something and then he like tightened it. You saw his forearm kind of flex with the big hug. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Love in the hug. Yeah, I think it was uh, Herbie's mom on Twitter captioned it of him saying, I love you too to to Coach Staley. So Coach I think Staley. If, you, if you watch it, if you read lips, if you watch Justin Herbert, it kind of looks like he's saying, I love you too. Love so you too. Did you guys say I love you into the TV and he felt it and that's why he said it? It's possible. We chanted it. Yeah. I we did. love you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> and he felt it. And he felt Justin it. And he, said, Herbert, he said it to Staley. And Staley's like, boo. why? Why'd you say I love you too? I didn't say I love you. That's weird. Yeah, Why'd you weird. say that? Um, I, oh. I, I like you a lot. <laughs> I love you too, man. Uh, OM Run, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Yoshitomo. Certified Fresh. Who asked the question. Hey guys, just wondering, did you guys still think we need a change in coaching after the W? And isn't Austin Eckler the best five foot nine back in the league? Well, to say that we still think we need a change in coaching. That would, would imply that we ever had that thought. That that was our thought at the, ever. It's, and, it's implying that that fan base was thinking yeah. that. I okay. Like, I, I don't want any changes in our staff whatsoever. <laughs> I, I just, yeah. I really think that this offense is going to get better the healthier Justin gets. You'll see, you saw that happen early. People are upset about first quarter play calls. 
they weren't amazing, but they figured it out and they right. got the ball moving. So Responded. I'm, I'm, I'm still on, um, you know, Lombardi. I'm absolutely on Staley. I don't think he's going anywhere. So, yeah. um, yeah, that's how I feel about the coaching. I don't know what you're upset about in that game with coaching. I don't know how they could have coached it any better to get the scrubs, like the backups that we had on the field and get a W against a good Falcons team. Yeah. Falcons were first in their division. Now they were four and four, but you're playing against a good team. That's that, I don't I don't know. You won with guys that I don't know. I don't I don't I don't, how, I don't know how you're upset with the coaching staff at all. Right. If anything, they 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 should have hopefully proved all the doubters wrong. Right. 100%. Yeah. Uh, to expect any game in the NFL to be a hundred percent from start to finish for a no. team like that just that doesn't happen. Like it, it it all comes down to you know the players that you have out there, the talent you have, the coaching, the execution. There's so many yeah, different factors. The coaches can p- call a perfect game. That doesn't mean the players are going to execute it. Right. Yeah. Again, well, when you're dealing with backup guys, like to expect them to play like they've got a hundred on freaking Madden, like that doesn't doesn't well, happen. Even some of the even some of the veterans, Sony Michelle and Everett, both dropped balls because they started to look up field before they caught it. Like, yeah. Those are veterans, and they're yeah. making mistakes. So. Yeah. Uh, th- those are things that the coaching doesn't, you know, they can coach them up to not do that stuff, but those right. are veterans. Those guys are, don't need to be told that. Right. So that that's, I'm not putting any, it's easy to put blame on the coaches. I'm not putting any blame on them. No. And, and it's not to say that the coaches are infallible. Like it, sure. it takes yeah. everybody to make this happen, but to put the entire blame on the coaching staff is not, is not the answer. No. Right. So we'll get, we'll get cooking by the end, you know, in the next, you know, month, Everyone, I think, will be kind of excited about where this offensive goes once we get, you know, get our other guys back and Herbert's feeling good, feeling himself. It's going to be like, you know, what everyone got so excited about last year. Mm-hmm. The, you know, the big games, the big plays, the exciting Charger offensive football. I don't think it's gone. It will come back. And I think that has a lot to do with Justin's, you know, what, what how he's feeling. There you go. Yoshitomo, thank you for asking the question. And Let's- best five, nine back in the league, hands down. Hands down. Hands Easily. Down. Yeah, duh. Yeah. Probably one of the best backs in the league, in my opinion. Yeah, it's not even a question. Uh, let's move it on now to Paul Mike Bender. Paul McBender? Certified fresh. Who asked the question? It's got to be certified fresh. Why do we have receivers running shadow routes over one another? Uh, I, I I defer to the coach on this one. What is there a... I don't know. I don't know. I don't <laughs> Well, they like, they like straight lines, I guess. I don't so know. when he Good says question. that, break it down for those of us that aren't familiar with the terminology that he just said. So uh, receivers honestly, running shadow routes over one another. What is I'm a shadow not, route? I'm not exactly sure what he's what, what the question is. I, I don't know. It, it could refer to a lot of different things. Okay. I, I yeah. I'm. I don't know. Okay. So, so do you think it's what I gathered is like the you know receivers running similar routes on multiple depths. Of the defense, I think well, that's yeah, so what flood, he's flood routes are. I don't. I don't think that's what it, it may be. But sometimes you run flood routes against the zone. So if you're running, if the other team's running a cover three, you have a flat defender, you have a hook curl, and you have a deep third. So you kind of flood those routes, making them make a decision, and hopefully that opens somebody up. I, I would a shadow route. I'm a. I, I don't know. Maybe I don't know enough about football, or maybe he's just referring to something that maybe is the unique flood to his terminology. The flood is um, what you're thinking. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. I'm not exactly sure what a shadow. So, come back in and ask again, and maybe a play that I can look at would be helpful because maybe I don't know what a shadow route is. Okay. Well, there you go. Stump the coach. I <laughs> like him. it. Uh, 
Paul McBender, thank you for asking the question. We'll we'll try to get it clarified. Uh, let's move it on now to Kanyezy1785. Sup, guys? Long time no see. I'm going to drop a mixed bag for y'all. I'll make it short and sweet. I think we need to be allowed to criticize this team and not be called a doom and gloomer. When you have so- when you love something, you can't be absolutely blinded and need to maintain a leveled view of things. Joe Lombardi is a mediocre play caller at best. How many times did we see Michelle in for Eckler on key third downs? There were several plays where receivers were bunched up together. One came in the fourth where Palmer thought the ball was going to him. It goes through his hands and Carter, four to five yards behind him, catches it for a first down. Everett on a screen when we have much shiftier players, the way the team looks so dead in the first quarter for the past, I don't know, three to four weeks is so concerning. Uh, Lombardi has two weeks to think of a game plan that would attack Atlanta's 30th ranked passing defense and fail for the most part. I want him gone after the season. Let's promote Shane Day. I'm done excusing Lombardi with injuries and everything else. A good coach adjusts to what he has and finds ways to make plays shine. Lombardi has not achieved that. On a positive note, this team is finding ways to win, and that's exciting. <laughs> we'll have Joey Keenan and Mike back within the next few weeks. Hell, if we're a playoff team, Slater could be ready by then. We keep getting these tight wins, and we'll be ready to make a strong push in the playoffs. Got a tough two-game stretch versus some Super Bowl contenders. We win one of these two, and we're in business, boys. My apologies for the long read. Yeah, short and sweet might ask there, Kanyezy. <laughs> Just wanted to show that not all of us who criticize this team, even when we win, are gloomers. Bolt up. Lots of impact here, Kanyezy. That's in a response to a tweet I said where it's, you know, Basically, I just seen so many people angry for so long. Like there is an element of doom and gloom. You and we Absolutely. always said every single time, be the fan you want to be, however that is. That's fine. Yeah. It's just it's it was overwhelming the last two weeks. Right. And and to get a win and to still see people complain is like, okay, I don't know what else to say. But be you, hundred percent. I'm not saying you're doing anything wrong. It's just it gets it's tiresome when you're trying to be positive. Yeah. So here's the thing, Kanyezy. We've said criticize absolutely. Show your work. Talk about you know what it is that you want to criticize, and it, it, just criticizing doesn't mean you're a doom and gloomer. No. When we're talking to doom and gloomers, we're talking about the people that are like, "At ah, season's over, pack it up, boys. It's it's yeah. done with." Have, yeah. Why are we even bothering? Sit, Herbert. Let Easton stick go out there. Break all his all charger stuff. <laughs> yeah. Burn the place down. Yeah. That's so what I'm implying. We're we're implying. we're more and and the people that get you know angry about it, like you you can feel the emotion and like I guess emotion is good, but it, it's when the people are just blindly swinging and <laughs> whoever they can. You know, it's like at those unload like, their rage metal at. concerts where there's that one guy in the mosh pit just like trying yeah, to hit yeah. people as he's just dancing. Yeah, you know? criticism, especially constructive criticism, is warranted, and if it's constructive, that's appreciated because then it's like, okay, let's have a conversation about this. Let's talk about this. And I feel like you laid out why you're frustrated. You showed your work and why you're bothered. That's good. Yeah, yeah. We believe me. The 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 doom and gloom was not directed at you specifically Kanyezy, I promise. Unless you're trying to trade Justin Herbert, then it was. But if it, it wasn't, then you're good. <laughs> I hope that wasn't the case. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, hey, wait, wait to way to end on a positive note, my friend. I'm I, I applaud you yeah. for turning it around. Good Did job, Kanyezy1785. Yeah, brother. Um, yeah, it's gonna be a tough two-game stretch coming up. Um 
and if yeah, one of if we I, can take one of these wins, that would be amazing. I just have a couple of things, potential different ways to look at some of your here we go um, criticisms, conversations. I love this. Yeah, this is, and I totally I think that there are probably better play callers out there. Um, I don't like the idea of. Um, one is Shane Day has never been an offensive play caller. Um, to, so to hope and kind of at a whim of, I hope he's just better. Um, that's hard for me. Like if we're going to move on, let's move on to somebody that knows what he's doing, has done it and is going to come in and be, you already know what you're getting. Um, I think that's tough to, to just expect Shane Day to step up and be that guy. Um, we've seen, what was our previous, our previous quarterback coach over at Houston? Um, Pep Hamilton, Pep Hamilton hasn't had that much success. So it's not just an automatic. If you're a quarterback coach, you can call plays. Um, the the third down um, guys on the field. Now, the offense coordinator has a say. Uh, but what they've said several times is that's that's the running back coach making those moves. Um, he's subbing guys in and out. We don't know what X doing on the field of, hey, I'm 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 gassed. I need I need out or, hey, I tweaked my ankle. I need a playoff. So that's hard to criticize that offensive play caller based on Eckler being on the field or not, because uh, there's a lot of elements that go into that. Um, Everett on a screen didn't see it coming. Defense didn't see it coming. The obvious thing is to throw a screen to Carter to Eckler, and every time we do that, they sniff it out instantly, and it's no gain. We tried the screen to Eckler there on the red zone um, when we were going down to score to take a four point lead, and they sniffed it out, and he had to. He got. He ended up throwing it late. We lost five yards. So sometimes that little wrinkle is huge. If you can throw, even if you only get five, six yards, and I think we got a pretty decent little chunk on that, um, that keeps the defense accountable. Um, now you have Gerald Everett as a threat in multiple ways. You can't just defend him one certain way. So I, I think some of this stuff, it's it's getting um, a little bit nitpicky, in my opinion. Um but I, I I don't think that he calls a perfect game every time. I think sometimes it absolutely gets a little bit um, predictable. Um, but some of the stuff, the four to five yards, that's not the design. The play design, if DeAndre Carter was that close to Josh Palmer, that somebody ran the wrong route. It wasn't designed that way. That wasn't the offensive coordinator's play design. Um, so, yeah, those are just some of the different ways to think at some of that stuff. There you go. Um, because I, I, I don't know. I could just... It's 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 hard. it's hard sometimes. No, I think that I think it's good that you that you make those comments because I think it's easy to just think that it's just that Lombardi or any offensive coordinator is just a puppet master and is saying this is what I want my players to do, whether they do a good play or not. Like that's what I want them to do, and it's not always the case. It's not always you know them doing that. There's all there's so many different elements that can happen in every single play. There's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of people on the sideline folks and they're not just standing there, you know, with their hands in the pockets, you know, twiddling their thumbs. Like there's so many moving pieces on yeah. that sideline and that includes the running back coach in some of those situations. So, yeah. And like the, the route separation stuff, if you're, if there's no defenders, they probably run that route perfectly. Mm -hmm. But when you have a corner or you have a slot, a slot corner, a nickel corner up pressing you, they're taking away inside. So you have to push up and you end up getting higher than you wanted to be before you can come across the field. Now your routes are going to be closer together. Right. Coach Lombardi did not design the play like that, but mm -hmm. because you were not able to get an inside release for whatever reason, that guy's really good and pressed you up the field. Now the separation is tighter and we still completed the pass. So right. yeah, it's it's there's just so much that goes into every single there's play so that makes much. it tough and to criticize from the couch. Exactly. And th that's not to say that Kyle's 100% right. That's not to say that no. you're 100% wrong. There could uh, some of the things you could be saying could absolutely be true, but we have no way 
of knowing. I don't even know what a shadow route is. There you go. (laughs) So Kanye Yeezy 1785. Thank you for asking the question. Good to hear from you again. Welcome back. Absolutely. Let's move it on now to D. Kane DeBolt Maine. D. Kane DeBolt Maine. That's fresh. Yeah, that's got to be. Super fresh. Super fresh. What's up, guys? I've been listening to your podcast for quite some time now, but I think this is the time to give you a big up for this great show. It's always huge fun. (laughs) What you've got to say about the little bitch and the black, white, secondhand jersey. As I don't know many Chargers fans in Germany yet, by the way, is there a German chapter of Die Hard Boat Club? It's great to get to know the Bolt fam over here. Now, after that being said, I would at first like to ask you about your opinion over the current state of the AFC West. As I see it, Kermit still does his thing, which has to be respected, even though I wish him being sacked every time he screams for the blue lady. (laughs) The lonesome rider is still playing like a piece of horse shit. (laughs) Even though they were lucky last weekend to win against a really bad Jax offense. The little face-painted right turd seems to be trying to be the first $120 million quarterback trying to get benched, which would be totally insane. All loved bolts have their problems on their own, but I'm totally confident that they will win against the Falcons and will make it to the playoffs. Also, I've got another question, which is important for me as I don't know how it is solved in the U.S. As for JC, there was the information that this could be a career-ending injury, which I really hope it's not. I would like to know what would happen to his contract if he ends up being done with playing football. Will his contract expire or will he still get money from the Spanos fam for the next four years? In Germany, it is like the healthcare insurance pays for the player as long as necessary, but I don't know how it works in the U.S. So even though this isn't a shamelessly positive question, I would really appreciate if you could answer this question for me. And with that being said, I wish all the best to JC so he will be back soon. Fuck the Raiders and the Donkeys. Can love you. Bye, Dominic. What's up, Dominic? Well, Dominic, my wow. German friend. My goodness. There is yes. a, there's a Die Hard Bowl Club in Germany. There is Woo. 100%. So Woo. they were, I believe they were at the the big like party they'd have every year. Um, go reach out to them. Just go find Die Hard Bowl Club Germany. Search for them on Twitter. I'm, I'm, positive that they have a chapter out there which is absolutely awesome. yes um all right well as far as uh some of the questions here as far as the afc west how it's looking right now i mean how, how are we feeling looking at the afc west well, there's it's two the shitty there's the chiefs and there's two shitty teams yeah, yeah. and then us that's what it is <laughs> yeah yeah the, i mean the, the it's crazy how everyone thought this was going to be the greatest division yeah, in the super bowl era football history right? Yeah, and the Raiders just sucked it up so hard. I can't believe they just They're lost just so the bad. They're they, so well, bad. Losing in games where it's like, well, shit, they're going to win. 20-point lead, 17-point yeah. lead. Double-digit lead, and then all of a sudden, their other team comes from behind and wins it. So, I mean, obviously, you know, we looked at the Raiders specifically, and we're like, all right, Devontae Adams is going to help him out, but I don't think it's really going to make a big difference. And obviously, yeah. it hasn't. I mean, they're still, yes. Is Devontae Adams getting catches and touchdowns? Absolutely. Is it making them win games? No. Doesn't look like it. Nope. Not yet. 
Same thing with Russell Wilson. I mean, we talked about Russell Wilson going to the Broncos, and it's like, I don't know. He could be a pretty good quarterback. They they just traded Bradley Chubb. That says enough about where they think they're There you go. Ended. There you go. So, yeah, that's nothing to be concerned about with the Broncos and the Chiefs, man. Boy, I, if they could get the refs off of their freaking roster, I think that would be amazing. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, they just somehow find ways to win in some of these last-second moments for some of these really close games for the Chiefs, man. I really would love to see them get taken down a peg or two. Maybe the Chargers will be the ones to do that here in this upcoming game against uh, against the Chiefs in, what, two weeks? Three yep. weeks? Two yep. weeks? Two. So, um, yeah. And then as far as the, the question with JC, I have no idea what happens yeah. with the contract. Yeah, so it, most contracts have guaranteed money. That money is theirs no matter what. No matter if they're injured, they're cut, um, their career's over. Guaranteed money is guaranteed money. They're going to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some have some have like injury stipulations and clauses where you can have like a three year injury clause where even if you get hurt, you never play. They still got to pay you that. Now, if they, if they want to keep him on the roster, say it's not career ending, if you want him on your roster, you got to pay him whatever the contract is. I have so it right you here can if you cut him it. and get out of the guaranteed money. So it's it was a five year, eighty two and a half million. Um, guaranteed at signing is 40. So he's yeah, getting so no 40, matter what, no matter what happens, he's getting half of that contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hopefully he comes back because we'll be paying him $40 million for six games, seven games, six games. Yeah. Probably. So it's like, if you try to cut him cause it's career ending, you cut him from the roster, you're still paying him the $40 million, no matter what. Right. Now I, you're not likely, I don't know how this, all the little minor stipulations work. But you're, you shouldn't be liable for the majority of the other $42 million that you would owe him if he was mm-hmm. on your roster. Yeah. So, all right. Well, there you go. A little insight into, into the AFC West, into the J.C. Jackson situation. Deke Kane to Bolt, Maine. Thank you for, for asking the us. question. Let's move it on now to Michael DeFreeze or DeFries. Certified fresh. Okay. Coach, why do you think they don't have Spiller running routes and catching balls? He was a difference maker in college in the passing game. Coach? Yeah, coach. I don't know why Spiller is not playing more. <laughs> I really don't. I mean, every time you see him out there, he looks good. They give him the yeah. ball a couple times on some inside zones type stuff. Um, but yeah, you don't see him active in the passing game at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we would be upset, though. To be honest, if you look back and they're throwing to him instead of Austin Eckler, you're like, what the hell are we doing? Yeah. You know, we'd be challenging Joe Lombardi's play calling. <laughs> um, so I do think that eventually that would be great to see him more active in the in the passing game. But mm-hmm. with Eck, how hot he is right now, every time you're gonna throw to a running back, you better be throwing to Austin Eckler. Right. Yep. I like there's it. something it was interesting too when Spiller got hurt in the preseason. I wonder how much that set him back in the opportunity category. Because yeah. right after that is when we picked up Sony Mc- so I'm wondering, like, you know, was this the first game we actually saw some snaps out of him? And you go watch all of them. He played well. So yeah. maybe this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. It could very well be the case. Uh, we'll have to wait and see if he gets any opportunities in that realm. Uh, but Michael DeFries or DeFries, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Minute Phase 2309. Also certified fresh. Okay, who asked the question? Why don't we play action more? My grandfather can tell an inside run before we do it. Why? Why? <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I mean, I I, 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 guess I do see Justin. some success for some of those, but I think it also has to do with the comfortability of Justin Herbert with the 
coming back healthy. I think like Kevin said earlier in the, in the show that they've been cautious with him. And this was one of the first games where they've kindly finally kind of let him, you know, off the leash a little bit and kind of be a little bit more of the Justin of old. So, I mean, we might see more of those coming, coming down the line. Well, play actions only work if you have a successful running game. Mm. And we haven't had one for the majority of the season. Yeah. So if you can't run the ball, there's no point in play actioning. You're not faking anybody out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if it's if you're in a third and five and they're like, there's no way they're running the ball in third and five, you can play action all day. Those linebackers aren't going anywhere. They're gonna mm-hmm. sit right there and wait. That's <clears throat> when you're on play action, that's just meaning you're faking the run. All you're trying to do is manipulate linebackers. So mm-hmm. it, it's just it if you can't run the ball effectively, you can't the play action doesn't work. Now, I have not seen our percentage of play action versus the rest of the NFL. I haven't noticed that it's just blatantly glaring that we don't play action. Um, again, maybe I'm just have, I have three kids and trying to watch a football game at the same time. <laughs> um, but it, it, yeah, that's pro- if, if that were the case, if our numbers are down compared to everybody else, I would say it's because we don't run the ball well. So if you don't run the ball well, there's no point in play action because it's not going to do anything. Solid advice. Minute phase 2309. Thank you for asking the question. Moving on now to Pink Unicorn. Uh, <laughs> Back to his old name who asked the question. Is it may or are all of our opponents charging games this year? It seems like all the crazy and probable things that normally happen to us have been happening to the other team this year. Does the team sacrifice a goat during warmups? <laughs> Did part of the trade for Mac include an exorcist? Maybe the team's new protein fairy is Tinkerbell and she is spiking <laughs> Herbert's pregame workout with pixie dust. Whatever it is, who cares? Five and three, bitches. Also, shout out to substitute kickman, Mr. Dickman. F*** the Raiders and let's ride. Kill it, bye. Oh, uh, so good. It has all the, everything feels like it's just going our way in those little close games right now. How many years? So many years. We get blown blown out by mediocre teams or we're in tight ones that we pull out. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's what it is. Tight ones that we pull out. All right, Kyle. Way to go. Safer that way. (laughs) Lobbed it up and spiked his own ball. Uh, yeah, that's it's something is clearly different. Don't know what it is, but uh, we are coming out with more dubs than I'll off take than all not. of it. Yeah, yeah, and maybe it's a combination of all those things. It could very well be. Yeah, it might be a multitude of things, things that we don't know. Spooky, ghosts, yet again, you know, spooky. Who knows? Uh, especially that fumble, the second fumble, like the, that, that, that was, was so just that was so that was divine crazy. intervention. That, that really was meant was. to be. That was <laughs> so he meant just, to be. He literally just crapped his pants and threw the ball on the ground. Whoop. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's like all greased up, just whoop, popped <laughs> yeah. out. Uh, it was cr- yeah. That was crazy. That was, it was, that, crazy. That was insane. Because did, we didn't even have time. We thought he was down. So I was like, yeah, oh, that's just, he just, they're just wasting their time running the ball. That was, was weird for that just play for me. Because he looked it, yeah. absolutely down. And then you go back and you realize the kind of hairy shit that could have been. You, did, oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I wasn't connecting the dots right at that moment. So I was like, ah, f- it, it'll be fine. Um, that was that was crazy. No, that was absolutely wild and absolutely shout out to the substitute kick man, Mr. Dick Man. <laughs> Pink Unicorn, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Humboldt County fan who asked the question. Wow, my sphincter can officially unclench. That fourth quarter was bananas. After the last four wins this season, I'd 
like to officially nominate a new definition of the verb to charge, previously meaning to lose a game in some kind of batshit crazy way, like fumbling a kneel down or head-butting someone after a great defensive stop in the playoffs. Uh, from now on, chargering means to fake a horrible game-losing play only to win anyway, thus mind-f***ing an entire fan base <laughs> while simultaneously checking the charger status of the fibrillators all across the Southland. Am I right? <laughs> Seriously, guys, you know that in any other year, it would either be Youngway Koo missing field goals for us or not missing them against us, uh, but not today. A big shout out to Herbo and Palmer for stepping up with the game on the line. A great goddamn win. <laughs> and as today's other events also demonstrated, God really does take every opponent opportunity to f the Raiders. Okay. <laughs> I love you. Bye. Uh, I love that voice so much. You do a good <laughs> walk-in, brother. It's getting better. <laughs> Not a practice. How many hours of a walking have you done? You don't want to know. <laughs> don't ask questions. <laughs> you don't want to know. Uh, yes, absolutely. I think to Charger needs to be changed because obviously this is the year where that is not the case. Nope. We are not doing that. And just like Pink Unicorn mentioned, like everything that normally would go against us has been going for us. It's been against the other teams now. Yeah. Finally, it's Finally. our time to take advantage of some of this luck I've been hearing so much about. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> I love it. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Definitely. We we would have missed a third quarter field goal that would have come back to bite us. That 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 is what has been the past, and thank God it was the Falcons and not us this week, this year. That's yeah. right. It's meant to be. Humboldt County fan, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Bolted Asherman, who asked the question. Well, hello, Frank Reich was just fired. I want <laughs> to have him as offensive coordinator. That is all. <laughs> uh, is that? 2014 what what time did we just jump back to no he just got fired because he couldn't got fired do from the Colts, yeah. on because he was we, calling the plays and wait, he couldn't do wait. anything the chargers fired him in 2015 for not being good at calling plays yeah. yes so no <laughs> no 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 down nine um yeah nine nine on that one there bolted asha man but uh Hey, yeah, that, I love the enthusiasm. Man, that was crazy. This is going to be a busy offseason, guys. There's just going to be every coach that's fired. It's going to be, let's get him for the OC. Let's get him. Let's get him for the OC. I'll take him. Yeah. <laughs> what, what is he from? He coached Pop Warner? Let's get him. Let's get get him. him. Offensive coordinator? Yeah. Oh, let's go. Kyle, you available? <laughs> yeah. No. no I, I don't want any type of this criticism that happens What if for a offensive coordinator. What if a petition starts rolling around to nominate you as the offensive coordinator for the Chargers and it gets like 5,000 signatures or something I'll like that? I'll go in for an interview to go meet everyone, but no, I will not take that job. I will not be here to accept your I job. I position for that. So they, so they Again, interview you. I don't even know a shadow route, right? <laughs> All right. Fair oh, enough. Okay. Good point. First question of the interview. Hey, 
What do you, what are your feelings? Do you on validate shadow parking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I got nothing. They guys. did their research I'm on you. They heard you. this yeah. and they fucking calling you out. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for your time. Um, bolted Asha, man. Thank you for Thanks, dude. making the point. I don't think there was a question in there, but thank you. Let's move it on now to clear bolt. Who asked the question? Did Herbert use the force or did that guy just crap out the ball when he saw Herbert coming at him? Jedi. Maybe he is a Jedi. I don't know. It could be a, a combination. We saw Jedi we saw Justin Herbert. Has. Yeah. We saw Justin Herbert do the force push on the uh, cameraman as he was coming out in that fourth quarter. He went, Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> well, he ran into him to You're start right. the game. So yes. there's something to be said for that. Maybe no, but I'm saying like the guy's talking about using the force. I think Justin Herbert might have a little bit of force push in him. He went, woo. And the camera, whoa. Oh, <laughs> shit. Got pushed whoa. Back <laughs> you just see the camera fly up. <laughs> <laughs> just flips yeah. up and behind him. Uh, um, yeah, I think uh I think there was a little bit of a little bit of magic was just on our side there, Clear Bold. Whether it was the force <laughs> or whether the guy just shit the ball out, it was magical either way. Maybe, but thank maybe you. a little bit of both. That's what I'm saying. It's a little bit we're of all both. About, we're all about both options. That's yeah, right. We're, we're open to interpretation here yeah. at the Charger Chat. Clearbolt, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Cerberus21, who asked the question. <laughs> what is up, bro, Chachos? This week was almost perfect if the Titans didn't shit the bed and blow their load against the Chiefs. Still pumped that we won and that the Raiders lost a double-digit lead. <laughs> what a bunch of f***ing losers. <laughs> While this W is a good one to bolster both the teams and the fan base's confidence, I can't help but think of a dark storm looming over the horizon. Yeah, boys, I don't know how many games of Norton I can take if Pipkins is out. My question is, do you think the coaching staff will pull Norton before or after he gets Herbert killed? That's a good question. I, I did think about this a little bit. You know, I yeah. went into a dark place um, oh, no. before we won that game. Oh, no. <laughs> Storm Norton's terrifying. He really is. <laughs> In a not good way? Not not good way. <laughs> yeah, he, he terrifies me. What? What? I don't know. He. I don't I don't know. He's just a scary guy. Guy who to have out who there. else He's, is the option? There That's isn't. A, yeah. well, I don't know. Um, well, give us some names. Um, what names, my guy? <laughs> like we can't think throw of names. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kyle no the tackles. coach, Duggan, someone else, um, Shane Day, just a, another name that's not <laughs> Storm Everett. Yeah, we could just Frank Wright. With what's Frank Wright doing? Can he can yeah. he tackle? Yeah, we'll put out two tight ends. It'll be we'll just know. overload one side. We'll go center guard guard tackle because we got extra guards. Yeah, right. extra guards. And then on the other side, we'll go center. Guard tight end. Yeah. So you only have one tackle in the game, three guards. <laughs> Defend that. You don't even know. <laughs> you don't even know. Defend what do you do? that. We're just going, we're going overload right the whole game right now. Yeah. Um, I'm not as worried about it only because of the mobility of Herbert. Obviously, the guy is finds a way to not get sacked more often than not. He doesn't collapse. It's not Derek Carr that just like crumbles and cries and holds onto the ball and says, please don't tackle me. Yeah. He finds a way to make it work. In fact, he does. Like you said on Sunday, Kev, it was like he's when he's running, when he's on the move, he's almost a better passer. So just, just don't let him get squished. And just don't get upset when we have a lot of quick, short passes. Because right. It's, that's, that's part that's of the not reason. Joe Lombardi not throwing the ball down the field. That's because, not wanting to get Justin Herbert killed. Right. That's because you've got 
Storm Norton on one side and a rookie <laughs> and a guard, guard at left tackle. At left tackle. So yeah. who's really holding his Oh, own. yeah. I don't think we could do that anymore. I don't think we can make that joke. No, I think he's, he's just too, a left tackle. He's in too the NFL. fucking yeah. good for that. Yeah. 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 And I, maybe he's just a legit tackle. Maybe he just gets shifted over into right tackle when this is all said and done. You know what I mean? Like once we get um, if it if it's that it easy, then that. yeah, why not? He just seems like you wouldn't. Well, you're he not went from have guard to, to left tackle without a blink of an eye. Left I think tackle to right can, tackle, you'd be all right. Can, whole off season, you don't have to pay. You don't have to pay Trey Pipkins um, a huge amount of money. You shift him over there. That's what I'd like to see happen when the, when the next season rolls around, or in the playoffs. Well, who knows? Playoffs. If Slater playoffs. comes back and he's in the playoffs, <laughs> you put him on the other side. We'll find out uh, what they what they end up doing with them. But Cerberus21, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to a free. Who asked the question? Oh, yeah. Welcome back to the Bolt of Love. After a few weeks away with On Loss and Bye Week, it's time for our shout-outs this week. Shout-out to Josh. Don't walk too much or you'll grow hair on your palmer. Way to step up to the plate when we needed you most. We forgive you for that pass drop that caused an interception. Shout out to Cameron. I got a big kick dicker. Amazing <laughs> use of your two legs there. Was no need to use your third. Am I right, fellas? And last and certainly not least, a big shout out to the one and only Big Daddy taking candy from a baby Khalil Mack. That man took the ball from that rookie like Debo taking a chain from that delivery guy. Yes, that's my chain now. Question for you guys. Does it feel like Justin is back because mm, those passes he was tossing there were very sweet? Well, that's going to do it for me today, even though I can do plenty more shout outs. Stay sexy, Bolt fam, because you know the vibes. We outside. Okay, love you. Bye. I miss this. I'm glad you're back. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, obviously, shout outs to all those guys. I love <laughs> Cameron, Cameron. I got a big kick dicker. Come on <laughs> That's now. Good. And yes, it does feel like Justin is back because yes, when he was tossing those passes, they were on the money again. That pass, I can't get over it. The pass to DeAndre Carter. DeAndre Carter has caught some amazing passes this season. Yeah, I mean, go back to like I can't remember if it was game one or two that he was again just catching a ball that looked completely uncatchable, and somehow coming up with it. It just it it's insane the yeah. kind of balls these guys are catching. Yeah. So Justin is back in full Justin's effect. Back. Yeah, he's, uh, he's he's getting there. He looks different than he did the last game. Just yes. bottom line. Bottom um, line. He just looks different. So let's keep it going. If you can give him enough time in the pocket. He had a pretty good pocket that whole game, and you can see what happens when he's not rushed. The one thing that is kind of I, I'm just so interested in is, like, why he has so many balls batted down at the line of school. I know. It is There's very a bizarre. lot. He's so season. tall, and I'm not quite sure why that's happening. I feel like, you know, these defenses, that's, like, their one thing to focus on this week is, like, get your hands up as soon as he throws because the trajectory. Like, he's not lobbing stuff. They're all lasers right at whoever they are it is. lasers, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. That's the one thing I'm like, don't want to hold them. You just got to keep their, keep their hands down. Like, maybe offensive right. line, you need to, like, punch them in the gut. 
right you know right before he passes like oh they come down i don't know we, yeah. need, to, we need to come up with <laughs> how are they going to know when he's solid throwing. game plan yeah i don't Justin know goes, punch <laughs> it's like a dog punch whistle. 42 <laughs> yeah punch 42. <laughs> <laughs> on your marks get set punch say punch <laughs> a free <laughs> thank you for asking the question moving on out of gas man who asked the question with our offensive struggles being what they are, we need some silver linings. Can you break down some examples of where pieces of our offense is executing well? All right. Gasman wants to see you break down some good plays. Yeah. Can he do it? <laughs> well, yeah, we'll get Tune in next no. week. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll look at some of the fun, like big explosive plays that we had. And yeah, I could kind of pick apart what what we did well in it for sure that'll be there fun you go. yeah keeping it positive here at chart yeah. chat let's go love it thank you gas man for asking the question let's move it on now to house of hain who asked the question i'll say i'll say i'm in love with the win and want to thank the lineman that gave us the ball i say the ball right back after 30s fumble you sir are i say you are the mvp in my <laughs> eyes coach did I see some power? I say, did I see some power running this game? Five and three is way better than four and four. K I say, K love you. Bye. Awesome. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I think I, they sprinkle it in and that's why I want to see more of it because it's, it's a part of our game. This pulling down, like down blocks, better angles. It's part of the game. I just don't think we do it consistently enough to like, that's our identity that we're going to come and punch you in the mouth. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it's there every game. It's just, I don't, I don't know why we aren't consistent with just, that's the identity of what our line and what our running backs like to run. Mm -hmm. Five and three just feels so, so good. good right? Like oh, looking yeah. at that typed out, it's so much better. <laughs> so much better. Yes, it is. It's awesome. 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 House of pain. Thank you for asking Thanks, the question. Let's move it on now to Gavin Gibson, who asked the question. What a Sunday I had. First, I had the birth of my beautiful baby girl, Hannah Mary. And then even though I missed the game, the Chargers brought back the win for her. Honestly, I couldn't have hoped for a better Sunday. My question is, now that Austin Johnson is out with injury, do you think this is for Hoko's time to shine, to show everyone why he should have a permanent spot on the roster? And how long do you think before we get to see his sack dance? As always, bolt up, K-love you, bye. P.S. I may have an outfit for my daughter when she's a bit bigger that'll make her look like a future brisket Broad. Congrats, Gavin. Yes. Awesome. Congrats, Papa. Congrats to Gavin. Papa Welcome to the world, baby yes. Charger fan. Yes. That's so so glad it for you, man. So you, cool. You got the baby. You got the dub. What more could you ask for on Sunday there, Gavin? Maybe a little sleep. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> a little hopefully. Yes. Hopefully yeah. you and mama are able to get some good sleep there. Um, so happy for you, brother. That's fantastic news. Big time. And as far as your question, uh, Fahoko, to show everybody Come why on. you should have a permanent spot. I love yes. Fahoko. I really want to see him get that sack dance. I, I want to see all it. Do. I want to feel oh, it. Man. It has been teased. I mean, when was that yeah. interview? Dude, like, it that was, was like. It was before all the crazy trade started to happen, all the pickups yeah. we got. Yeah. So it was a while ago. It was, it was five, Give us the four dance. months ago. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, the tease has gone on for too long. I'm, I'm seeing other guys get sacks. It's time for Fajoko to put one on and get it, get his groove on. Let's I want to see this I dance want it so bad. I need it. It better be good too. Cause we've oh, had my six God. months to build this up <laughs> yeah. in our head. I've ran through this, you know, the brisket broads <laughs> dream about, you know, getting in the game. I dream about Fajoko's sack Fajoko's dance. dances. Yeah. yeah There's been it, a lot of better, dreams. It better be amazing. It better not be like, you know, Elaine going a out shimmy. there and dancing back in yeah, Seinfeld, yeah. just like <laughs> the worst. I'm definitely dreaming about that tonight. Thanks for that image. <laughs> no problem. That's what I'm here for. Appreciate it. Uh, Gavin, thank you. And congrats one more time. Yeah, brother. Uh, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to 12 and Who asked the question? Jamari Salyer is such a great story for us this year. If somehow Rashawn comes back at the end of the season, what do you guys think happens to our O-line, baby? We kind of talked about it accidentally just a little bit before this, but yeah. I don't know. I, I'd like to see him going at right tackle and then Slater play left. Because um, if he can step up and do that, like we were saying, he, he can do it. Well, yeah. I mean, if you look at it straight from a productive production standpoint, Salier has come in and played really like, unforeseeably well yeah, yeah like we would nobody saw that coming no uh except clearly for, uh, somebody drafted in the sixth round yeah like, right nobody saw that coming. our most nobody saw that productive late round pick like we've ever like had in recent memory i can't think of anyone that late being that big of an impact on our team right away outside of undrafted guys like Eckler. yeah right so i it, it's the question really is like if that is the opportunity then how easy is it for him to move Right you gotta tackle. you gotta take their shot and risk it because right yeah i don't i in your head you try you gotta get the best guys in the field and yeah i don't know especially if pipkins i don't think his sprained mcl is going anywhere this year he's gonna keep playing it's gonna keep hurting that's not going away if salier could stay healthy um wait is rashawn slater back like an actual potential thing I, I think the 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 turn or the timetable for his return was like, well, if we can make the playoffs, so we might see Rashawn like Slater come December back. Would be yeah. His. See, so, that's why you like twenty year olds. The babies, <laughs> where a tweak hammy is just twelve weeks, he tears his entire bicep, and he's back for the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it, it could happen. I mean, obviously, you know the timetables that we've been given on some of these other guys on like, you know, day to day, he should, you know, there's a possibility for him to come back and they don't. So I, I wouldn't, you know, ride on that ticket that like he, that he will definitely be back, but the chances there again, you hope for the best and you know, whatever happens happens. So, uh, yeah, 12 and auto. Thank you for asking the question. Thank Moving you. on now to see the King one who asked the question. Hey, this team is so weird. We are somehow winning games that feels like we should have lost and are losing games that feels like we should have won. But at the end of the day, we are five and three. Question for you guys. What do you realistically see as the outlook for the rest of the season? Will we win like five more games and get to top wildcard spot? Beat out the Chiefs for the division? Never been done in Tommy T's 10-year career. Just barely missed playoffs in clean house with coaching staff and GM. I know we might eventually get Keenan and Joey back at some point, but it feels like that doesn't address some of the biggest issues we have at this time. Thoughts? I can't do Tim Allen. <laughs> See the King one? I can't do Tim Allen. All right. I'm sorry. I went with Yogi Bear. It was my next best option. Um, all right. 
realistic. What are we, uh, predictions basically for the rest of the year is what he's asking. So it's hard to say. Like you started off, it, this shit is so weird. It's so hard to predict what could happen. Mm-hmm. I think most fans are thinking the next two games are going to be L's and then we'll be 500. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to win one of these two. I, no matter what we look like, no matter what we're doing, playing the Chiefs is always going to be a battle. Yeah. It's yeah, always it's a game we're always going to be in as long as we have Justin. Mm-hmm. So I, I think if we can get through these next four weeks, who's after the um, who's after the Chiefs? We've got the Cardinals and the Raiders and the Dolphins. I think if we can get past the Cardinals and be, you know, two and two past that, I think we're going to be in really good shape. Mm-hmm. Like, and then we'll see what happens when our guys start returning. Because I don't think Mike's going to come back in the next three weeks, uh, mm-hmm. you know. They didn't put him on our IR, but that's usually the sign that he should have been put on IR. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's they the way things are going. If so, they even discuss IR, they should have put him on. That should have been right. on there. So I, I, I am still extremely, you know, excited about what the season can be because of the way we're winning these games. It's like fucking ghosts knocking balls out of guy like that game like that what the you can't explain that yeah. like yeah i can't i can't explain these things so as long as we can keep these games close and don't suck at the first quarter and go down by two score two scores anymore as long as just one score okay just just one i think we'll be in pretty good shape yeah, yeah. i have no idea what to expect i'm taking this one week at a time yeah <laughs> I can't look, guys. We don't even know who's going to be on the field in two weeks. Right. The way that things are going right now, we could have a whole different <laughs> roster. Like yeah. we get hurt so often. It's I. I think. I think it would be unwise to try to predict anything outside of what's going to happen against San Francisco. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm just taking it one week at a time, enjoying every of these crazy wins, and hoping for the best. Yeah. Yeah. I I think hoping for the best is really all that we can do at this point. I mean, nobody saw us being at at this point in the season with as many injuries as we have being five and three and just recently winning a game with all of those said injuries. Like, yeah, it's it's un it's unfathomable to be in a five and three situation with the team as literally broken as (laughs) it is like the doom and gloom that we've heard. We're four and one in our last five games. Yeah. Yeah. We were one and two to start the season. We're four and one and everyone's like demanding jobs and the sky is falling and we suck and we're never going to win a game. Yeah. We're four and one in the last five weeks. Yeah. So I, I think it's not, it's not impossible to feel like things could happen. Be optimistic. I mean, yeah. Is it going to be tough? Absolutely. These, ass, none of have, these are going to be easy. We all going to yeah, have every these game's hard. heart attack moments, these roller yes. coasters. It's going to continue. That's what this right. is right so, now. So prep the defibrillator, get your medication, have it handy, make sure that your medical bracelet is up to date with all the numbers because it's going to be yeah. hairy games life, from this point forward. Life alert. They should get a nice sponsorship yes. set up with Chargers fans, Die Hard Bowl Club. <laughs> Maybe there's alert. some... They really should. Just so when we some fall, kind of sponsorship. they send out an ambulance. You there know? you go. <laughs> Hopefully they have enough ambulances in Southern California to handle that, but you know, we'll see. Well, yes. That's all we can hope for. All we can <laughs> hope for at this point. <laughs> Z the King one. Thank you for asking the question. And we go out of Ask Bolt fam with a Landon Summer or Sumner, excuse me, Landon Sumner, who asked the question. Good afternoon, Bolt fam and members of all affiliated. We're gathered here today to celebrate a wonderful win as well as a terrible loss. Here lies all 3,748 Charger fans who all died of heart attacks <laughs> during the game. 
Some passed following the helmet interception, but most during the Eckler fumble. Be it known that all these Charger fans will be remembered as those who truly were. Ride or die. (laughs) Some of the following loved ones have given me what were the final words of just a few members of this beloved fan base. Michael Ravis said, I swear to God, this run defense will be the end of me. (laughs) Well, you can swear to God in person now, Michael. This (laughs) defense let you down. Jacob Palm's last words were, Hey, babe, I just bet a sketchy mob boss $50,000 or my life that the Chargers won't drop more than four passes. Easy money, right? I'm told Jacob's casket will be a closed one. (laughs) Keith Van Hoy was last heard saying, Thank God we got the ball back to win it with four minutes left. My poor heart can't take another crazy turn of events. I'm so sorry, Keith. I'm (laughs) sure you were surrounded by uh, any sensible Charger fans. They'd have have you leave the room immediately. (laughs) Before we wrap up, I have a question for the Charger Chat Council. How cool was it seeing the brisket broads on TV following that second Eckler touchdown? I've heard so much about that, I was beginning to believe they were only a myth. (laughs) Thank you all for paying your respects to this fan base that loses lives by the thousands on a weekly basis. (laughs) And for all of us still here, bolt gang or do not bang, f*** the Raiders. Godspeed, my friends. Godspeed. (laughs) <laughs> this is such a good script, Lynn. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> I'm told Jacob's casket will be a It'll closed, be a closed one. one. <laughs> oh wow, that's great. Uh, yes. Shout out to all the Charger fans that uh <laughs> the emotionally deceased that, Charger fans are, IP. Right. That uh, yeah, rest in peace, my friends. All 3748 of you that yeah. bit the big one. Um Life alert. We need it. It needs to happen. It needs to happen, folks. If you need life alert, you say it jestingly, but at the same time, there's a hint of truth (laughs) that you got to, you know, protect yourself. Have your, have all your, you know, safety nets in place for, Mm -hmm. for a hairy charger game. And, uh, (laughs) yes, the brisket bronze. It is amazing. I They will basically be at every single game, whether it's home or away. So when touchdowns are scored and they cut to the fans who are screaming and shouting, don't be surprised if you see the brisket broads and their big charge horns tooting on the sideline. I love it. They you make eye to contact too. They really lock in with the camera, lock in with they the do. players. They do. They lock in with the camera. They lock in with the players. They mean it. They mean the they, love they have yes. for us and our They players. are wholesome to the bitter end. Yes. No matter what happens. So Landon Sumner, thank you for asking the question. <laughs> Great thank script. You. Yes. Great. Very good. Yeah. Mwah. And thank you, everybody, for asking questions this week. Again, it was chunky, and I love it because it, it creates great conversation for all of us. You know, you guys make this episode basically half of what it is. So yep. uh, without you guys, who knows what we'd be talking about. But uh, I think... Shadow routes. <laughs> shadow routes, yes. <laughs> Get on those. Uh, all right. Well, I think it's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat. Any final thoughts there, gentlemen? Man, I don't know. I just hope no one gets hurt. We had guys going down on the bye week. Just stay safe. Know, People right? slipping in tunnels. Like, calm down. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's be safe this week and hope for the best come Sunday. Bubble wrap. We, we will hope for the best here at Charger Chat, folks. Don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Kid, love you. Bye. Okay. Love you. Bye. Okay. Love you. Bye.
And now, a word from our sponsors. Howdy, folks. Let me ask you. When someone asks something you want, what do you do? Do you pay for it like some kind of slack-jawed dummy? If you do, then listen up. What if you just steal that some bitch? Go on, just take it. Don't know how? Then you need Khalil Mack School of Ball Stealing Some Bitches. If you want to be the best, then you gotta learn from the best. That's Khalil Mack School of Ball Stealing Some Bitches. Take what's rightfully yours today and show them how hungry you are. <laughs> 